going on a quest. Hey, how are you? Hello, Canada. You like the dunk tank? Buckle my glass. Hey, rep, kiss my ass. We messed up. Things got out of hand. Drake's is in bad shape. Don't take my dog away. You, you wearing your rubber boots tonight? <laughs> Season three of the Rubber Boots Pod is brought to you by iDrinkCoffee.com, the best coffee and espresso machine supplier in the country, bar none. And by the Gansevoort Resort in Turks and Caicos, absolute paradise, the number one resort on the number one beach in the world. And hey, if your company would like to sponsor a segment on the pod, DM us on Twitter or Instagram at Rubber Boots Pod. Lester, hit it before we fire your ass again. Season three of the podcast, Nothing's Rubber Boots Podcast. We want to thank you for listening. We're sure you never thought we'd last. Oh, no. We're going to talk nothing, very little sports with your host, Jimmy, Jamie, your James. And now you know for sure that it's going to be a blast. It's going to be a blast. Oh, yeah. This is the podcast. You ever had a, uh, a clump of hair product in your hair? Yes. And you, it's clumpy? Yeah. Like you, what do you use? What do you use, Puff? For my hair? Like yes. when I'm. Yeah, uh, when you're going out on the clubbing. Oh, I got uh, some kind of wax. I don't yeah. know the product name. Okay. Like, so I use a, a, a same thing too. What do you call it? It's a... Like you kind of like... Like a paste. You, I, I well, use, mine's more like a gel it almost looks like. Right. It's like clear. Sometimes, so I use a paste. Yeah. It's a cheap one. Jeff O'Neill and I use the same paste. You get yeah. it at like Shopper's Drug Mart. It's just a little white paste. Yeah. But sometimes if you leave it open, it gets a little dry and clumpy. Yes, it does. And I'll, I, uh, I, I, I don't really take a lot of care. And this morning I had a big clump, clump, clump in there. Yeah. And you can't get it out. And sometimes it goes on air and people see the clump and then you get a whole something about Mary thing. Is that a hair gel? Yeah. Great. Yeah. I can no, use No, 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 don't, don't, you don't have to. You don't, you don't. I just ran out. Sometimes to touch it up on air, I put a little gel yeah. on top of the thing and the gel can get clumpy too. And once you get the clump in there, it's hard. Can you see the clump? I can't really see okay, it. Okay, no. so I got most of it out? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, the hair's everybody. looking good. Great, great for the podcast, by the way, all the, all the viewers. <laughs> I, I never felt so lucky to have no hair. <laughs> uh, we got a, a big crisis on the podcast. Lester has to go to the dentist oh, today, geez. so he may not be able to finish. And secondly, he's getting all of his teeth removed. Do you have any big? Is it a crisis that you're going to the dentist I have for? The, I just have a filling that's come loose. Smile for him. You got beautiful teeth. Do you have? Are those veneers? Um, you know what? Um, the the, the, the you can tell front me. teeth are are, are actually uh, cubic. They're cony. They're actually not my real teeth. <laughs> cubic. Not, well, There's so cubic zirconian teeth. teeth? Well, I the, thought the, that was this, like a yeah. fake diamond. Yeah. No. Not. Yeah. It is. It is. So I you wanted to get the wrapper diamond teeth, and you couldn't afford well, it, I so you got the cubic zirconian <laughs> teeth. <laughs> <laughs> it's some type of 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 uh, of that's of, fantastic of, of tooth of thing. Yeah. So. I don't know. I should. I I I did like the Invisalign. I'll say that the Invisalign braces. Oh, yeah? It's like the you wear it to sleep. Well, you're supposed to wear it all the time. It's like invisible braces. It's like a mouth guard, basically. Uh, I did that a few years ago. Yeah, but I don't know the veneers. Why you didn't have braces as a kid? I did, but you know, you get a brace when you're 14. It goes things go a bit wacky yeah. sometimes. You got nice teeth, though. Oh, thank you, Lester. You're welcome. Puffy, mm, yeah, that's not so much. <laughs> I've never been prouder of this crew. By the way, welcome to episode two of season three of the Rubber Boots Pod. I, I neglected next last week. I always think there's new listeners probably coming in, and we don't never really explain ourselves yeah. very much. Uh, this is a podcast about what's it about? 
Buffy? It's about uh, games and gambling. <laughs> gambling. And uh, weird situations. Yeah, just Lots weird. of song, though. Weird stuff. Lots of music. A lot of uh, music. music. Lots of some sports, even though in your new theme song you say not much not sports. Not much sports. Yeah. There's Very little sports. Definitely. Some we're going to do some sports talk. today. Oh, yeah. We're going to do a Stanley Cup uh, I'm excited uh, about the season NFL preview season. thing. Toronto I almost said, almost said a playoff preview. <laughs> Damn, that season went fast. Wow. But we're not going to do the typical. We're doing our... Uh, this is... What day is today? Tuesday. Tuesday. We're doing our uh, season preview on TSN tonight. On the Rubber Boots pod, we don't do any of the typical BS, all right? This will be a very different Rubber Boots pod edition of the season preview. But equally as informative. Equally as informative and entertaining. The reason I said I've never been more proud of you guys uh, is because um, we don't do any work on this pod. We just kind of show up. Lester. Lester works. Lester does stuff. I've been proud of him. Stoff does all the work. A lot of work. Puffy. Zero mm, work. I don't do I come up with a hypothetical Yeah, that's something. That's something. Uh, But this week, (laughs) this week, we had all this stuff coming in. And you guys were just sending information. Like, Lester, we have an interview, our internship intern. We have our first finalist on later today, a gentleman by the name of Scott Reynolds, who's produced music for us. Yeah. He's he's in Berlin, Germany. He's our first finalist. I didn't think this search would be international, so... Oh, no, this is going to be... It's going to be like the Kavanaugh hearings. We are going to vet the hell out of these people. (laughs) Every little piece of their life is going to be... He's going to regret... Overturned. Oh, yeah. He's going to regret this. He will be on by the end of the 10 weeks. If you come back on, he'll say, You've ruined my life! He'll be out of the job. I like beer. I ruined the day. I do I like, like beer. I have to admit, I really like beer. That Kavanaugh, some of the quotes are just fantastic. <laughs> Matt Damon doing them was fantastic, uh, too. Look, <laughs> I like beer, okay? I like beer. Boys like beer. Girls like beer. I like beer. I like beer. Uh, what the hell else? So anyway, uh, he's coming on. You guys submitted lists of questions you have for him. Yeah, uh, I we, have a hypothetical. Right. We're doing this uh, NHL season preview. You guys came up with topics and yeah. things for it. Stoff single-handedly, single-handedly revitalized one of our most popular segments. Ladies and gentlemen, the Rod Smith Recap. Look who's back. Back, back, back again. again, again. Roddy's back. Back, back. Tell a friend. Friend, friend, friend. Last week, Duffy held some sort of preseason podcast scrimmage, which, with the absence of yours truly, was not worth listening to. But to invoice, baby, one must recap, baby. As Duffy did with this summation of his eventful summer. I fell off the boat. At least Puffy got his priorities in order. Yeah. You drank all summer and hung out with your kids. Kids, yeah. We all got an update on the podcast intern search. Megan Wong uh, in cybercrime. And oh, remember yeah. she was oh, in cybercrime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we might have to hire her, otherwise she might come after us. I don't think Megan knows what she's getting herself into. Send dick pic to Cheryl. <laughs> the biggest one you yeah, got. The one that shows well. <laughs> so, Lester's dick pic? Too bad you don't have enough data to pull that stunt with little Roddy. Anyways, lastly, Lester shared an embarrassing tidbit about our friend Ray Ferraro. At one point, yeah. brought home the clarinet to play. Oh, okay. And his father told him, never bring that home again. Nasty. He sounded so bad. Poor Ray. Must have scarred him. Luckily, Roddy doesn't have to play his own clarinet, and the sounds are always immaculate. Till next time, kids, this is Roddy for Episode 1, Invoice 1. Good Perfect. to have him that back. That is fantastic. Oh, yeah, awesome. Good to That's have fantastic. him back. Fantastic. Yes, yes. I didn't know what was going to become of Roddy this year. Uh, whether we'll do the recaps all year, um, 
where Roddy's going to go in his relationships. Anything can happen. It's going to be very exciting. I, I, Lester, I do have to bring up the fact. <laughs> <laughs> Story time with Lester. <laughs> I, I, I've heard some rumblings that there are some people that are unhappy with me. Is this the case? Not no. unhappy. No, what are you talking about? I don't I'm know. Just being I don't, chirped. By who? Somebody. Oh, uh, yeah, I, we were chirping definitely you definitely. Chirping. Okay. Well, because you came in last week before the podcast started, and you said I got some good stuff on Ray. Got the goods. And, and then you came up with it was it was the mo- it was the great serious Lester moment because you would never come up with like you know Ray was caught with a hooker in Bangkok yeah. or oh. something like that, which is what Puffy and I were anticipating. <laughs> yeah, like, come on. Instead, it was Ray tried the clarinet as a kid and was, and was unsuccessful <laughs> at playing it. I guess, I guess, I, okay, look, I just, for me, you know, I, I, I just thought it was funny in the, from the context of his father saying to him, do not bring that home again. You don't have to, you don't have to make excuses. We love you for that. You have a childlike innocence that is one of the great charming things about you. Right? We love it. Oh, well, thanks. I mean that. It just wasn't what we were expecting. Yeah, we just wanted, you know, wanted more dirt. It's like the same thing when, when you first came on the pod and we were all excited to get all your road musician stories and... You're such a perfect guy that yeah. you don't have any of those, you know, there's no panties no and stage and debauchery. I mean, we're disappointed in you, but we still like <laughs> you. <laughs> uh, let's get to um, The Week That Was. It's brought to you by iDrinkCoffee.com. Let's discuss The Week That Was with James Debbie and the Rebel Boots Podcast Crew. had one personal story on the week that was uh, uh furthermore to my uh, dogs who are always entertaining they had the raccoon incident last spring uh yes. the raccoons who got into the house um so yesterday my my daughter lets the dogs out and um i'm doing a radio a radio hit okay at the time and i hear my daughter screaming like high piercing screaming and so I know it's something, I, I figure like a coyote, are you on Tinder or something right now? <laughs> no. What are you doing? What, what are you doing? I could just see this photo on your phone. Like I'm trying to tell a story. No, no, no. I was trying to find it because I wanted to bring <laughs> you have a You have a picture. But did you read it? Did you read it? What? This film is dedicated to the memory of Thomas Shepard, who was buried alive during the making of this film. This scene was ultimately cut. What is that? <laughs> From a movie I saw today. <laughs> okay, can you pay attention now? Yes, because yes. you have to. I'm I'm telling the story, and I look over at Puffy's phone, and there's a photo of a topless young man on the phone. Could have been worse. I thought I thought you were doing full grinder. No, full grinder. Hey, come on. So I'm trying to do One a radio time. hit. I run out into the backyard. Yeah. Uh, and my Boston Terrier Buddha, who's a sweet little dog, and he's yeah. but he's blind. There's apparently an injured bird. Okay. And he's fa- and he's got the bird in its mouth in his mouth. Yeah, you know how the bird got injured? No, 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 no. Like yeah. Buddha's blind. He can't even see the bird. I think he thinks it's a toy, like a squeaky toy. Yeah. So Gracie is screaming because she loves all creatures, okay. living or dead. Mm. And uh, and the bird. So the Buddha puts down the bird because he's terrified because Gracie's screaming. Yeah. And the bird, like he's injured, but he's trying to fly. So he flies a few feet, and the two dogs are now <laughs> chasing him. Yeah. He flies like four feet, pounces down. Gracie's screaming. I'm trying to talk about the Ottawa Senators. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. Well, you know, if the young kid. <laughs> so I apologize to uh, my listeners and whatever the hell market I was on in. I think I was in Kingston. Uh, now, but what's that. the etiquette when that with the radio interview? I usually just phone. tell them what what the heck's going on. But this one I tried to hide because it was right at the end of the interview and I was in the middle of a fairly serious question. And, but and ninety nine percent of the time you're live, right? 
Yes, always on radio. Always on radio. Because yesterday uh, I was hanging out in Studio Six, mm-hmm. and I was it was quiet and it was dark in there. And then Dregs came in there and scared the crap out of me. Okay, he's like laughing and thought it's so funny. So then I was walking by his dressing room, which he now has. Dregs has one. He has oh, a dressing room. Wow. Everyone's getting a dressing room yeah. here, and I could see his door was kind of open. Mm-hmm. But and I could tell he was doing a radio interview, and I was going to kick the door open and scare the crap out of you him. You should have done that. But I'm like, could it would it would I would got him in trouble or anything, or would have been? Yeah, fun? you know, I kind of have rules about uh, not mixing. Yeah. Once work is involved, do yes. anything unless work. But that is involved. thing is radio really work. That's I remember I the time you told me somebody, and I know I actually I know who it was, but somebody pranked you, Rashog. Yeah, I think, I, think right. I told yeah, it on, yeah, the told on the pod the night before yeah. the draft. He yeah. he did and, a, a wake up call for me. And like you had to pull him aside, and you're like, yeah, yeah that was our one. Because, you know, just the draft was a big show back when we had it. And, uh, yeah. It was that still goes on? They still do a draft every year? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't think. I think they stopped it as soon as we lost it. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, uh, the bird got away. Everything ended happily. I yeah. think you just uh, possum that bird. I think that bird Well, the bird might be dead now. But I think when I is, last but saw him. put that in the garbage. When I last saw him, he was alive. Did you guys uh, see? It sounds like. Uh, Breg, bragado? What do you what do you say when you brag? Humble brag? Bravado, bravado. Macho bravado. Yeah, I was going to say um, the piece that we did on the beer miler. Oh, it was fantastic. So, okay, first of all, I'm going to little, little, anybody who gives me credit because people send you notes on Twitter, it was, I, I come in, sometimes I will do those pieces and I'll be involved. I'll do interviews and write them. Uh, in this case, and quite often is the case, they just use your voice. This was one where it was Rob Dunn, who's a great producer here. Yep. I just come in voice and he does all the work. And then we take all the credit. That's a great thing about this. But I mean, I did find that the, the, the piece was a bit flat except for the read. Yeah, the read saved it. The beer mile is a feat of athleticism and gastrointestinal endurance all rolled into one. Really, <laughs> really I mean, if you had, say, you know, some if second I was rate. If the read, well, that would let's not say have you put, uh, you know, Nabil or something oh, on it. Would have been sour, horrible. I'm sour at Nabil oh. because he on it was International Podcast Day last week, and I said, think I saw that. And yeah. he said, "Hey, I listen to Jalen and Jacoby and Bill Simmons. Those That's are my right. staples. What do you guys listen to?" And I'm like, well. "Me and me and O'Toole are both like, hello, yeah, jerk right. face." So yeah. Nabil's never coming back on. He's never entering, entering my dreams anymore. Yeah, He's see out. you later, Nabil. Um, so anyway, for anyone who didn't see it, you can go on to tsn.ca and find it. But uh, there's this thing called. Beer Mile, which, the, the and it's a, it's an event. It's not just something they do for jokes. I guess they do it for jokes in places, but real competitive. There's competitive races. You chug a beer, you run a lap, you chug a beer, you run a lap, you chug a beer four times till it's a mile. Yeah. Basically. It's all dependent on this last beer. This is absolutely incredible. Corey Bellamore comes down the straight. This Canadian. They have a chugging zone, which I love. Yeah, it's eight or nine meters long, and you have to chug by the end of the zone, or you're gone. So this uh, Corey Belmar is uh, a Canadian runner, who the very first time he tried this, his buddies say, "Hey, you should try this." He set the world record. Him and his buddies went out to a track, and he set the world record. He he's he has those. You have uh, those buddies that can just open their throat and chug a beer. Uh, Uh, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I could never do that. Can can, you do that? I can chug pretty good, but I'm not. I can't do it like those guys. Yeah. So he can basically chug a beer in about. Rod Smith, I'm sure, can do that. Oh yeah, Roddy can. Roddy can go twenty, twenty-five deep if he has. Yeah, like he's a legend. How are those fries, Susan? So this guy did it. The first time he did it was like four thirty-six, and now he's down to four twenty. Now remember, Roger Bannister. Ran the four-minute mile. That was a massive point in history. Yeah. That was, whatever, 50 years ago or something. Probably more than that. I don't know. A long time ago. But still, 
humans haven't changed that much. No. A four-minute mile was a big deal. This is 420 chugging four beers. beers. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Stopping to chug the beers, and you're running with three pounds of beer in your stomach. And the belt, like, could could you drink four beer in four minutes and 20 seconds? Yes, for sure. You think you could? 100%. You'd be, and you'd do it now. Would you puke? No. You don't think you could? You'd, I think we should do the beer mile. Wow. Yeah, for sure. We will all could, puke. Uh, no, I think I would puke, we'll puke because of the distance. Yeah, of we'll the puke run. doing the mile. Uh, well, maybe let's make it shorter. Yeah, well, we will. We do, should do the forty. Let's combine this with and then the drink a beer. Yeah. Oh, do a forty. Okay. Drink a beer. 40. Do a forty. Drink a beer. Do a forty. You drink a forty. Drink a forty. Then do the forty. Yes. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> okay, but 40, 40. is the forty enough, or should we make it like a hundred? Because you have to be. Four, okay, drink so do a forty time and see how our times go. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna have to really wow. orchestrate this. Oh, so you will sure run four forties in a row with a beer. Yeah. It can't be a work day. It can't. They can't be here. Either. Oh, the other thing is we got to come back. In, yeah, we we can't do it here. Uh, I don't think they'll let us have. Uh, come on, Sean Redmond. We mentioned whoa, his whoa, name whoa, on wait the podcast. Second. You're we not allowed to rest. drink at work. <laughs> 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 when did that start? <laughs> That's got to be some new policy. You know, when I came in in the old days, I came in, in into news in Ottawa, and all the bosses at the front had the Mickeys in their desk. It was like you, literally the Ron Burgundy years. Wow. You do not know how much I wish I was like a news person in the, like 70s? the 60s oh. or 70s. Oh, legendary. Darts going. I was smoking. You'd be smoking. That you'd be was drinking. I mean, I started in 1989, and that was that was the era I came into. Oh, Butts so, and, and booze. So much just fun. Filling the news. Like, imagine it's like I got to go to work, and then you just go and work and get loaded. We used to run a show on Classic called The Sports Hot Seat. It was an old CV, uh, CTV show yeah. hosted by Johnny Esau and there's like cattle of people and they were smoking. It's, great. it's so unbelievable. Good. Yeah, it's, it's so cool to watch it. I mean, smoking's terrible. It kills you. But I mean, it was fun back then when we didn't know well, it. Well, the crazy thing, smoking on planes was the wacky thing. Like, you, smoking on planes was around in when I was a kid. Yeah, like, you, I remember, you'd, you'd I remember. fly to Jamaica and there's 40 people <laughs> doing darts on, on Ward poor, Air. Poor, like, Air. Ward Air or Quebec Air. Quebec Air. Quebec Air. Even the kids would be smoking. We were in St. Lucia, stuck for 20 hours waiting for a Quebec Air flight. But I mean, I remember, like, my parents smoked, and I'd be in the car, and they just have the smokes going in, like, it's just a cloud of smoke in the car. And I remember not even bugging me at all. Like, it didn't affect, like, it's I did It's what you knew, though, was, right? Yeah, I was yeah, so, you know? and then I remember once they stopped smoking in bars, mm-hmm. now when I go to a bar in the States and they're smoking, it's like, Ugh. oh, God, it's, uh, it didn't bug me. I used to, like Vegas. Yeah. Vegas. In those terrible. casinos, oh, yeah. it was yeah. terrible. I remember I was, I think I was working in Vancouver and had an assignment in California, and we went to a bar. And that was the first. I'm like, what is going on in this bar? There's something different about this bar. And my cameraman said to me, "There's, there's no smoke here. They banned it in California. I think it was the first place. And it was so weird. Yeah, to be so in a bar. You'd come home from the bar, and your yeah. your clothes would reek. Yeah, um, it meant you had a good night. Yeah. So anyway, uh, a, a we got to get Corey Belmar on the world champion in the in the beer. I mile. mean, I'm not saying he's the greatest Canadian athlete right, right now, but he's in the running. Yeah. Well, so we uh, we have there's nothing more Canadian than being able to chug beer and run a mile. Oh, well, incredible. I guess it would be skate a mile. And like he runs, like he pounds them back. But did you see it? Well, at the end, to give away, he, he got disqualified. He got DQ'd because he because he had too much left in. Which I was kind of when they were showing him doing it, I'm like, but how do they know they're drinking right. the whole thing? Well, they measured afterwards. I was kind of that guy at parties sometimes in high school, you know, that left a little bit at the end. Uh, you know, wanted to impress yeah. the ladies by drinking eight, so you didn't really drink eight. You drank like five. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's a bigger disappointment? That happened to Belmar or Ben Johnson getting his gold stripped in 88? I think it was Belmar. I think so. Wow. I, was, I was more gutted. <laughs> um, well, one last thing before we leave the week that was um, the Ryder Cup. 
I know by the time you hear this, the Ryder Cup will be old, but you know, I'm a big golf fan. I watched every second of it uh, on the weekend. Hold on. How's that possible? Did you go to Europe to watch? Because it started at like 2 in the morning. I PVR'd. Oh. Uh, that's possible in this day and age. <laughs> Way to go, Didn't kid. expect Good that job. answer. Good job, Colombo. <laughs> <laughs> is this 1999, Puffy? <laughs> what is that okay. device? Did you tape it on your beta? I guess that's true. I just don't PVR live sports. So there's a bunch of things. I, I hate getting into news that's fresh on Tuesday because by Thursday we don't know. But uh, uh, there was stock that uh, Dustin Johnson and Kepka were in a fight on the plane there, and then in the party afterwards, all sorts of weird stuff going on with Team USA. But I was cheering for Europe. I always do. I cheer for like the Americans I like. Like I like Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth. I cheer for those guys. I like Tiger, but I cheer for Europe overall. Do you cheer? You would probably cheer for the I Americans. Cheer, I cheer for Europe, yeah. yeah. Even though I love Tiger more than any yeah. golf forever. The Europeans I, just embrace it, and they're yeah, so buddy-buddy. I cheer for it's fantastic. Yeah, I hear you. They're, the, they're usually you know, the underdogs, although they win every time. Yeah. You know what? So, oh. I'll say this, though. Since 99, when mm-hmm. I, who was it that made that law, that huge putt in 99? Justin won? Leonard. Okay, Justin Leonard. Since 99, Europeans have been way more aggressive. Mm-hmm. Because I remember it when 99, when that happened... The, the Europeans were a little bit insulted that the U.S. were carrying on like that. But now, every putt... Wow. The US well, you know what? The story of that thing is he made that putt, and all the Americans ran over... Yeah. There was still a European who had a putt yes. to tie the yes. thing, yes. and they ran all over his line, yeah. which is yes. about the worst thing yeah. in etiquette, yeah. and celebrated like they won it. Anyway, the point I was trying to make is the Euro Tour, Keith Pelly, who uh, yeah. used to be our boss and then got the stole the rights away from us, the bastard, but he's still a good guy, runs the Euro Tour, and they've come a long way with very cool videos. And the night more, the, I wake up the morning after the Ryder Cup, and there's this video with Francesco Mol, uh, Molinari, yeah. who went five and zero, yeah, and Tommy Fleetwood, who went four and one, and uh, they're in bed together, and it goes something like this. How good was that for you? Four out of four. Yeah, I'd give you five out of five, Frankie. Okay, so in retrospect, maybe you had to see the video. <laughs> Go on to my Twitter feed, but they're both naked, lying in bed. How was that for you? But like uh, Four out of four, five out of five. So when would they have shot that? Jeff O'Neill. Should we put him on? Should I answer? <laughs> yeah, put him hey, on. Was All right. answer. Okay, just so you know, we're taping the pod right now, and I put you on speakerphone, so anything you say will be on the podcast. Buddy, off. I told you never to do this again. <laughs> Why do you call me in the middle of the podcast, then? You did your podcast two days ago. No, we did. That was the one that came out. We're doing another one right now. You're a loser. Bye. That's pure gold. Wow. You know that's going to make the show. In the little blurb about the show, got to say, joining us. Special guest, Jeff O'Neill. We got to do that. Because all my buddies love it when he's on. This week's special guest, Jeff Jeff O'Neill. All right, Jeff, your thoughts. Uh, that was not set up, by the way. No. <laughs> that, was oh. Jeff, that was Jeff actually calling to probably ask something about our preview show tonight, like what time does it start, because he never has a clue. Uh, the week that was brought to you by idrinkcoffee.com. Little of the morning can't keep my eyes open because I got to have a, a cup of java. I got to have a, a cup of java. So I better look on, look on. To I drink coffee, I drink coffee.com. See, you know, we had the little sponsorship plug at the beginning. If you sponsor the podcast, then this is the kind of magic that can happen to you. You'll get Lester to do a song if you're out there. Because I, I drink love coffee, them. loves their song. 
I'm in love with it. It's love such it. a good song. And then, last week, he debuted this. We're about to do our NHL season preview. And I thought uh, Bruce McLaren, who runs the Gansevoort Resort, our yep. new sponsor, he's a huge NHL fan. And so why don't uh, the Gansevoort sponsor the NHL season preview? You work too hard, you need a vacation, so be like Jimmy and go to Turks and Caicos. Luxury and class of five-star resort, you must book the Gansevoort. A nice villa at the Gansevoort. Come to the Gansevoort. Every time I hear that, it takes me to the beach at the Gansevoort. Cocktail in my hand. What's your go-to cocktail at the Gansevoort? Uh, I like the fruity stuff. I, I will drink a lot of beer. But they have this little pink bar on the beach now where you uh-huh. have like pink champagne and you, you lie on like a, a pink bed, basically. Really <laughs> fancy. Nice. You do that with Cheryl, or you do that by yourself? No, I do that by myself after she's left. <laughs> pounding champagne on a pink bed. Uh, okay, it's our NHL season preview, uh, brought to you by the Gansvort Resort in Turks of Caicos, the uh, number one resort in the world. IMO. That's what the kids say for in my opinion. Oh, just so you know. That means. Uh, so we don't want to do your typical predictions, although we'll do a quick one here because you thought maybe we should do it like Murder Island. Yeah. Forget the Stanley Cup playoffs. But at the end of the season, what teams will make it to Murder Island, and then what will survive, right? Is that yeah, the Stoff, is that, yeah, Stoff had that idea. Oh, did he? Yeah, it was Stoff. Oh, he, kids bringing yeah, it on. He's really bringing he's it. Having a big, big season. Do you, want me to give him, you want me to do my predictions real sure. fast? Making it to Murder Island from the Atlantic, Toronto, Tampa Bay, Florida, in that order. From the Metro, Pitt, Washington, Ooh. Philly. The Wild Cards, Boston and CBJ. Ooh. That leaves Jersey, Buffalo, Carolina, Rangers, Montreal, Islanders, Ottawa, Detroit. Murdered before they got to Murder Island. They didn't make it on the bus to Murder Island. Wow. And they were gonzoed. Uh, West, Vegas, San Jose, Calgary. I don't think Vegas was a fluke. Vegas, really? Yeah. Not Central. I think Vegas is better. Really? Yep. Pacioretty, Stasny, they're better in both positions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Winnipeg, Nashville, Minnesota, Wildcard, Edmonton, Colorado, out, St. Louis, L.A., Dallas, Anaheim, Arizona, Chicago, Vancouver, gone, Gone, murdered, murdered before they get to Murder Island. Island. Then the murdering, murdering begins, begins, and the last four survivors are Sidney Crosby. Sidney Crosby's in a death, death fight, fight with Mitchell Marner in the East, oh. and Mark Shifley is going tete-a-tete with Eric Carlson in the West on Murder Island, and it ends up being the winner, the last survivor. Crosby's dead, and Mark Shifley, Blake Wheeler win the Stanley Cup and win it. Over the Pittsburgh Penguins. Wow. Yeah, I have your Toronto Maple Leafs going out in the conference final. That's pretty good. I have them winning the division, but then something goes wrong because everything, it can't be the perfect season. Something I have no explanation for it. I just think something will go or wrong. Jake, Jake Gardner throws a sauce up the middle to Malkin. See you later. Boom. Out in six. That's pretty good. All right. I, had a, uh, I was talking to Marty, and Marty offered me a bet. Biron? Yeah. It was, um, he gets Toronto, Tampa Bay, Winnipeg, and Nashville. Okay. And I get the rest of the, the field. Who does he get? Wow. He gets Toronto, Tampa Bay, Winnipeg, and Nashville, and I get the rest of the field. That's a, I would say, I would rather be him than you on that bet. Yeah. But that's not a bad bet. Like, a lot of stuff can wash. And the I fact said that in lieu of money, the loser, winner gets to shoot the loser in the head. Wow. What is wrong with so you? So one of us is in trouble. What is wrong with you? And did he, do you both so agree that's to that? So that's the stakes, yeah. So. Why do I like kicking the ball? Go Penguins. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. I don't know if I'd take that bet. That's a good the bet. The only thing for him, though, is that he has Tampa and Toronto, who are both in uh, the same division. 
okay. in Winnipeg and Nashville. So he oh. can't have a, a he final. He actually four. only has two. He right. really only has the potential of conference finals. Well, unless two there's wild cards, but, though. Nobody. Thanks, stuff. You just screwed me. I'm going to die. <laughs> you got a problem if he's got a gun. Never mind the division. Exactly. All right, so let's get to some of our other scenarios. Uh, Puff, you came up with one that said, uh, which GM will more likely to have Pierre Dorian on speed dial <laughs> so, so he can steal from him again like, when he, he gets in trouble? Does he even take calls from Doug Wilson anymore? Uh, <laughs> like, it'd be like, no, uncle, you I know, just made you into a cup contender. Uh LeBron was saying to me that, that Darian's not mad at Wilson, and I don't know. I mean, they're going to say that publicly, that uh, you know he's more mad at Florida or whatever because he tried to get a deal done with Florida before. For some reason, they okay. didn't do it on, okay. that, on the Hoffman. And, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I think there'd be some bitterness in there. Uh, someone will try and get Mark Stone uh, during the year, I think, at some point. Someone I feel like that feels like a Toronto... <laughs> a stone for future prospects. Do you know that somebody could have signed uh, Mark Stone to an offer sheet last year? And it, and it would have been impossible for Ottawa to match, essentially. If they signed him to a one-year deal mm-hmm. on an offer sheet for whatever, let's say it's $9 million or $8 million, yeah, Ottawa would not have been able to match that because if, they, if you match the offer sheet, you can't trade the guy for a year. And so with Stone eligible to become a free agent, they couldn't have traded him at the deadline before that, and then he just would have walked on free agency. So somebody could have royally screwed the auto, and that's why it shows their collusion, because someone could have done that. Like, that would have been perfect for, for Toronto. Yeah. To have Mark Stone for a share. year, and they wouldn't have only given up, I don't know, what they'd have to give up for that, a second and a third I think or something. teams just don't that do it. That was pretty cool. I mean, I remember that, and, and we were going to mention uh, yesterday, we did a thing here at TSN called TSN Fan Access. Right. Um, and that came up yesterday, and right. that was just fascinating. So, Absolutely. So TSN Fan Access, it's uh, myself and the insiders, Yeah. and all the, T- all the TSN people are so excited to come see us. It's a jam-packed house. So your, your colleagues <laughs> decide that, yeah. Let's I was looking in the crowd, and uh, I think Drager said at the end, okay, how many of you were forced here by your boss? <laughs> or, like, there weren't, I, I think there were some fans. But I do know that there was some bosses encouraging access, employees yes, to TSN go. access? Yeah, not a fan access. A question period at the end. Yeah. Suddenly there's a lurking shadow at the back yeah. with the microphone. Uh-huh. And uh, he comes in and says, hello, uh, my name's uh, Lester McLean. I have a question for the panel. I'm like, I'm familiar with him. And then he asks a serious Lester question about, of course, what do you think? Montreal Canadiens. No, the lockout. Serious Lester. Wouldn't that be the ultimate serious Lester question? It's like... We talk about the future lockout. Guys, I would like to ask a question about the Montreal Canadiens, but I'm really concerned about the lockout in two years from now that could jeopardize the season. I thought in the context of the conversation, it was an interesting... Once again, Lester, we always mock you, but it's because uh, we love you. You ask an intelligent question, and here I am making fun of you. Did anyone ask any funny questions? We're making you miss your dentist appointment right Uh, now. I'm not looking for it. It's fine. Uh, (laughs) What else did you want, Puffy, for the uh, NHL preview? Uh, this is so far the worst preview ever. <laughs> I said, a player most likely to pull a biz nasty and get his team kicked out of the hotel. Ooh, Lester? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I would say Brad Marchand, maybe. Brad. You know, although he does most of his annex on the ice. Did you see, uh, I was going to say Ryan Johansson. Did you see his walk-off? <laughs> that was amazing. That was, uh, I want him to do that in a playoff game. Yeah, that, that's unbelievable. Uh, I'm going to go with, no particular reason, I, Brett, Brett, Brett Burns. I think he's going to do something. He could do something like that. It'd be crazy. Who's most likely with uh, Joe Thornton trimming his beard? Yes. yes. Who's most likely to have the, uh, you know, Burns he's kept is to have the next wild NHL beard? 
Maybe you look right on that same team, and it's Eric Carlson who gets inspired by Burnsy. He's already got uh, what Burnsy calls the pirate look. It uh, he does have a pretty good uh, Pirates of the Caribbean look. Yeah, could you grow? You you should grow a wild I beard. I think I this could year. grow a wild. You have, you're very hairy. I'm very hairy. We've established that. <laughs> yes. I have, but could I'm you not grow like... a wild chest beard for us? I could that probably would be do that. <laughs> I could also probably do a nice ass beard too. <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> that was wrong. I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, Jordy Ben would have a, a, a oh, pretty yeah, uh, pretty be in that combination. Perhaps that's yeah. good. That's hey, very it's good. Guy, it's a guy I know. Shea Weber maybe Shea goes in that. Yeah, uh, he's the captain uh, now. Yeah, captain, no, that's not gonna happen. Yeah. Mitch Marner. Now that the gloves are off and Lou's not uh, dictating, <laughs> I think Mitch Mitch would have the same beard as mine, which would be spotty. And uh, I tried to do the uh, goatee this summer. Did we talk about that? I no, can't you did. I yeah, don't know. You I, did. I, I I've a, never seen you with facial hair. I had a decent goatee, um, but really? I, I can't do this. The sides are just too spotty. I have like little bald patches. You look a little like a pirate too. It wasn't a good goatee, but by my standards, it was the best one I've grown. Like, I think I've reached 18-year-old average man facial hair now. That's all right. Yeah. Like, so my son was uh, growing it with me, and he's, his was the most pathetic goatee I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> we both had it down to Turks and Caicos. So, nice. uh, unfortunately, nice. he has my... Uh, the no, ladies must my, have just been turning. <laughs> no Island hair. Although, no hair uh, you did have a uh, very impressive physique in Turks and Caicos. Yeah, you, you did mentioned. do the post. That yeah. was no, very I nice. I don't think. You like that, Puffy? Oh, the ladies did, yeah. <laughs> I did like it. was a lot of chatter. 18 sets of lat pull-downs before that. Um, Puffy also suggested more gifts... Um, oh, yeah. McDavid or Gritty? More gifts on the season. Wow. I think Gritty is going to be the breakout star of the... Do you think uh, Gritty is going to have lasting power or Gritty's just do. a fad? No, I think it's going to be... Uh, well, it seems like it's going to... It's definitely turned. Like, I mean, when this when he, when he they first released it, there was a lot of backlash. But mm-hmm. somehow they've fallen in love with him somehow. Mm-hmm. Well, the Oilers like, mascot, that hunter... Yeah, it got backlash and it never got good. Well, you got to go. I, I appreciate the flyers. You got to go full bore. Yeah, you got to go full out and make it completely nuts. Yeah, right. It's like you pee on crack, and I think that's it's that's, so good. That's an awesome yeah. thing. The, the San Diego chicken was the best. Uh, does that still exist? Yeah, the San Diego chicken. I think the guy who was the San Diego chicken was some guy I named don't know. Ted something. He might be dead by now. But this chicken in my era, like the eighties and nineties, growing yeah. up, the chicken was hilarious. Philly Fanatic's pretty good. Philly Fanatic's pretty good. But, and now uh, it's gritty. Yeah, it's all about gritty. Um, anything else before we leave? This is the worst preview ever. Do you, did you argue with any of my uh, choices, by the way? No, no. I no. think your choices are good. All right. If Connor McDavid doesn't win the... Okay, here's a better question for you. Three guys dropped off our... Uh, a bunch of guys dropped off our top 50 this year. But Taylor Hall and... Nathan McKinnon were not on the top 50 last year. Yeah, and they went to third and ninth. That's yeah. un- un- incredible. That crazy. So yeah. who is the guy? Especially for guys who wasn't like it's a, a young player. Like they've been established. Right. And then they all yeah. of a sudden blew up. Who's the guy who's down on the list or off the list? I don't have the list in front of me, so I can't to do it. Who, who's the, the surprise star at the end of this year? Oh, that's a good question. You know what I mean? Not it couldn't, shouldn't mean I shouldn't even say surprise. It could be a guy who was a star before. Yeah, I mean both off. those guys could be Carey Price. It could be Carey Price. off our top. I 50. hope it is. Yeah, who's the guy? Is it Mitchell Marner? Who's on our top fifty, yeah, well, but is like fortieth? Is he the next he could, superstar? He could easily crack the top ten because yes. he could easily have a hundred points yes. this year. Just yeah. power play alone, like they're going to get. Some I would argue plays. that he could lead the Leafs in points this year. No, right. Yeah. I mean, and the do- which would be, no, I think you're right. Yeah. Which would not be good for the salary cap. Well, they should. I said they should have signed him now. They could have got him for eight, eight and a half. It could be 11 or something ridiculous by the time always, he gets I, there. I always remember that happens <laughs> with PK. And they, you know what? They sign into that two-year bridge deal. And what happens in that two years? Number one, mm-hmm. Dion Phaneuf gets $7 million a year mm-hmm. from the Leafs. And number two, he wins a Norris. 
So it's like, yeah, okay, well, nine million it is. Thanks. The other guy I would say is Matt Barzell, who who is on our top fifty. These are not out of the ballpark picks, but without Tavares there, he's now the man to go through, and it's going to get you know all over the power play. Yeah, time. I think they're going to be in trouble that team. What about yeah. Jack Eichel? Where's did he? Was, yeah, was that's he on a the list? that's a great question. Yeah, I think he was somewhere around thirtieth. But you're right. It's not that he's been forgotten, but just because he hasn't been healthy and the team's been such garbage, I don't think we talk about him with the Matthews and the McDavid's of the world. But you're right. Yeah, if he lights it up and the Sabres make the playoffs, and and I'll say as well, because in in hand in hand with that, Jeff Skinner, if possibly, and he could possibly, yeah. I mean, I know there's a lot, there's a lot there with his injuries and stuff like that, and you know concussions. But listen, we were talking about Sidney Crosby being one hit away as well, and he's back. Breaking news. Breaking news oh, wow. for you. This is what we like to break in with stuff. This is CNN Breaking News. Um, the San Diego Chicken. This is from, um, I feel like Wolf Blitzer, who was yeah. in our dream last week. Last what, week. What was Wolf? He was married he was to, saying, uh, Natasha. Married to yeah. Natasha. What's the matter, Jimmy? Wedges well, for days. Uh, this is from uh, our correspondent, Kristoff. Uh, uh, the San Diego Chicken <laughs> was fired in 1979. 79? <laughs> wow. I was 13 years old. <laughs> oh I thought the chicken he... was into my 70s. They must have got a new chicken. What could you do? What? I don't know. This chicken kept on going on its own, though, after he got fired from the radio station. It says here in 1981, uh, he injured a cheerleader and had to pay her. <laughs> Sorry, 1991, a Chicago Bulls cheerleader was injured and the chicken had to pay $300,000. Did, they, wow. did they name the guy? His name was Ted something. This is my memory from my childhood. Uh, the, the guy who played the chicken was... Uh, like a mustache 70s guy named Ted something This says Ted Jana... Thank you. Yes, yeah, that was Jana the chicken. Uh, he yeah, probably, maybe he was doing... Maybe the, he was getting a little... Like, what would be That's the just, word handsy? A little wingsy. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just say, you had to get really wingsy back in 79 to get fired. Perhaps his drunk stick was where it shouldn't uh, have been. Is that enough of a season preview? We don't like to overdo the thing with sports. Is there anything else you want to know, Puffy? Yeah, well, no, Leafs are going to win. Well... <laughs> I, I, I mean, I had the question about which reporter, which TSN reporter oh, would be one. happiest right. at the end of the year. Let's well, why don't we do one season, middle of the season, happiest at the, the TSN reporter happiness rankings, a big part of what we do. Yes. Puffy usually does it in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. So we'll, who will be the happiest at season's end? Okay. Yeah. Uh, it could be Brent Wallace because the Ottawa Senators will not be playing postseason hockey this year. <laughs> You're right. Mm. Could he go from dead last in our rankings to the to happiest? Yeah, because he But might. not during the year. He'll be miserable. Because the other thing is Toronto will be doing well, so he won't have to cover Toronto. I'm going to make a prediction. So he's going to have like little time off, I think. Mid-season by the All-Star break, the happiest will be Ryan Rashock. Uh, because the They're Oilers will be back. Relevant. They'll be in the running. Yeah. And he'll feel relevant again. Yeah. By the end of the season, he'll be tired and yeah. exhausted, and, and, and they might go and, around and grumpy. They might make the playoffs. Yeah, maybe ninety nine Sarah Oleski. Well, she's gonna. She likes to work, so she'll be she'll be happy if the Jets go on a deep run. Mark Masters also will be thriving on They'll the be thriving on, out, the, yeah. on the whole Leafs thing. But it could cost him a couple of tennis gigs. Exactly. I was just gonna say that he's That's not going Wimbledon if it uh, if it goes well. And then Shinetti's all of a sudden going over to. France for you know who he died and oh no he, he, he survived his fall last night when I dropped him from my <laughs> he scurried away like that week. raccoon you know who runs the table was happy all throughout the course of the year who? Farhan 
Uh, Think about. Uh, he's only happy during football. Yeah, it's season. all based on his high school yeah. football team. You got to know that he's yeah. only happy yeah. because they won. I'm, the I'm talking purely professionally. If here. they go like four and six this year, he'll be furious. Uh, that's our uh, season preview. I think it was a stunner. I think it's. We did 90 minutes. Well, we're about to do 90 minutes. By the time you listen to this, we'll have done 90 minutes Tuesday night on TSN. And I think in the, in the nine or ten minutes we did this, we got a lot more accomplished than that entire 90 minute show with all the BS from Bob and. Jeff O'Neill and Dregs and Craig Button and money. <laughs> All that stuff. So this is exciting. It's time for our first intern. The internship intern thing. I got to think of a better name, don't I? The intern. The intern. Intern internship? Is that what it is? Where you intern to be the intern. intern. Yeah. So we have intern, currently a six or seven people that are interning to be the intern. And we're going to interview them one by one. Yeah. And the first candidate uh, is a, a guy named uh, Scott Reynolds. Uh, who uh, is coming. But Lester, first of all, working hard this week, came up with a, a wacky new uh, intern internship song. Rubber Boots Podcast intern says we need someone to mail the merch when listeners win contests. Coffee, t-shirts, James's book when he needs something you're all the look. Bring coffees to the set. Help pay off puffs gambling debt. Just be there to scratch our wrist. The bottom line is you'll be up. Shut your mouth. Hey man, I'm just talking about the Rubber Boots Podcast intern. <laughs> That's fantastic. I, I'm going to have to listen to that nine times because I hadn't heard that before. I won't be memorizing those lyrics. <laughs> no, I, I was very confusing. I felt like I was high. Uh, but that leads us to our very first double I, oh, okay. the internship intern uh, guest. Uh, one, our first finalist is Scott Reynolds. Uh, I think we, we, we mentioned last week that he'd written a song that we'll yeah. play a little bit later. Scott Reynolds joins us from Berlin, Germany. Welcome uh, to the pod, intern Possibility. Uh, hi, guys. Thanks. I'm happy to be here. I just wanna, wanted to say off the top, I'm really happy to be joining a, you know, a podcast on the rise. I know at the beginning uh, you guys had guests like future Hall of Famer <laughs> Roberto Luongo and Hollywood star uh, Sean William Scott, and then uh, last week you uh, interviewed a hotel employee. So, uh, and uh, things are going in the right direction. And this week we have Scott Reynolds. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, our, our first question, uh, did you drink excessively to the point of blackout during your time at Yale? <laughs> no, uh, no, we're not. We're not going to Kavanaugh hearing you, buddy. But uh, tell us a little bit, uh, a little bit about yourself. Where the hell are you? What do you do? Why do you want to be an intern? Um, right. Okay. So, well, right now specifically, I'm just standing outside my my favorite bar in Berlin, which is a a great craft beer bar that's actually run by a couple of uh, Canadians, incidentally. I'm just about to head over to a concert, actually, as soon as we're done talking, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, so I'm over here. Uh, the short version is um, my career is, is classical music, and I came over to do grad studies and ended up getting a job around here, and uh, so that's where I am. Uh, that's where I am right now, and not drinking. I am outside a bar, but not drinking to the point of blacking out uh, yet, at least. So, so what, good, what good could you do from us, Berlin, Germany? Like, if we came over... Could you get us into like the hot clubs, like Das Braga? I don't think that's a club, but we made that up. I figure there probably is a club called Das Braga. <laughs> well, I'm personally not actually into the the clubbing so much, but that is like a really big thing around here. I know that it's a very Berlin's like a great club city for people who are into that. But yeah, I actually wanted to talk about that. Um, the whole aspect of the internship where you're expecting people to do work and stuff like that. Um, I don't know if that's going to, like, the thing is, the other intern people, they kind of sound like they're, 
you know, very serious about maybe having a career in sports media or something like that and learning how social media works, actually. And maybe you should hire, like, two interns. You can hire someone to be, you know, the intern that does work, and then I can be the intern that, you know... Uh, writes dick jokes and stupid songs. And well, stuff I'm sorry, like that, we already have a puppy. Kind of more my- <laughs> yeah, that's my <laughs> role, buddy. Well, I should say uh, one member of the uh, podcast is already feeling a little bit threatened because uh, Scott is, as he mentioned, a musician, classic, classical musician, and as his first thing, as we said, we wanted the internship intern candidates to uh, you know submit, show us their creativity. Yeah, and so Scott uh, sent us a theme. For the internship quest. Here it is. Intern update theme song. If they don't pick Scott, they got it wrong. I don't mean the other Scott. Everybody knows he has no shot. Intern update theme music. The other finalists can suck my d- Very that's, good, very That's very well, good. Lester, I don't know. Well, I personally, I don't think it's appropriate to curse in my songs, Scott. <laughs> I like what it. I'd like to know what, is, do you am, think you're going to come here and steal my job? Do you? That's Lester's um, question. I'm actually, Just guys, I'm very happy that I have the opportunity to talk about to talk about this with all of you here and Lester here right now. So um, uh, the other song that I sent in, um, I actually put that one together uh, in July uh, in the summer. And uh, because I don't have, you know, you could probably hear just now I don't have any professional recording equipment. That's just my computer. So it kind of sounds like ass. And so what I did was I I wrote on Twitter uh, to Lester because I was hoping that he would maybe collaborate with me on the song and we could put something together. Oh, and he ghosted uh, you, didn't he? I, did, I had oh, no idea. Wow. And he big-timed me. Wow. I didn't hear back from him. Wow. I didn't. I didn't so I'm, I'm worried that I'm I'm threatened. <laughs> I, you know, I don't... Uh, I tried, man. I, I, I would have got back to you, Scott. I tried to get in touch. So. Well, uh, listen, Thanks, I, if, that is, if that is legit, <laughs> I, I truly apologize. I did not see that. I honestly do not spend a lot of time on Twitter, so... <laughs> No, I'm an, I'm an Instagram or Facebook guy, to be truthful. So, <laughs> all right, fine. Well, you know what I mean. Well, now well I you know, know what, I Scott. Guess. You know, good luck with this job. And clearly, I'm going to get fired again. <laughs> I think it's about a baker's dozen, if I'm not mistaken. Well, I got to say, the other song, uh, although it is a complete annihilation of my character, yeah. uh, I quite enjoy. We're going to play it uh, in its. It's a little long, so we're going to play it in its entirety at the end of the podcast. But it's essentially how I've said many times on the pod. Puffy accuses me of being a Sens fan. Yes, I say that's not true. So Scott, in a musical, lyrical fashion, makes the case that I am a Sense fan. I also must say, you, you have a, uh, I've only heard two of your songs, the theme for the internship interns and this song, and you have a bit of an obsession uh, with dicks because uh, you included them in the lyrics of your first song. And I'm just going to play a, a quick snidbit from this song where the lyrics, well, you can have a listen. Here it goes. Says it doesn't rule for any team But we're supposed to believe this talk When everybody knows that it's just a lie The signs of Rod Smith's compound So he didn't actually say Yes 
Compound. He said compound. It was a play on words. He did a very good job. Um, so we know you can do songs. Uh, we have Lester. If we do fire Lester, that's a good place for you. Uh, do you have Do you have any other skills? Oh, um, like podcast related skills? I don't really well, that, know. That like, is what we're guys, what, that's what, what that's what we're doing. I don't I don't what care if you can you jackhammer. <laughs> Although I have a Renault coming. Uh, we don't have any either, so actually it doesn't really matter. Puffy, do you have any questions for I actually uh, Scott? Have a hypothetical? Oh, of course. So, if you were on a date in a busy Berlin restaurant and you receive an urgent yeah. message from me where I asked for help coming up with a hypothetical, how would you react? So would you A, immediately, Im- immediately ignore your date and start working through hypotheticals with me? Ignore my plea for help and send me a just seeing this now message. <laughs> or get the attention of the entire room you're in. Let everyone know that the great Puffy from Toronto needs your help. And this is great because he's a kick-ass guy, just like the Allied soldiers who whooped your asses in World War II. <laughs> yes! Which one would you go with? Uh, well, definitely not the last option. Oh, come um, on. Because, you know, I'd want to make it through my, my meal uh, unmolested. So, um, geez, that's a, I got to say, um, if I can go off the board a little bit, I'd pr- it would depend on the, the girl and the date. <laughs> Are you hooked up? Do you have a lady? Going... Do you have a lady friend? Uh, no, I don't. Okay. I'm, I'm single right now. And, um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I'd probably, here's what I'd probably do. My move would be, I would look at it. I would not say anything about it. And then within a minute or two, I would excuse myself to the restroom. Um, and then kind of, I guess, half-ass my way through a hypothetical thing to send to you That's... and then get back to the date. Um, so, you know, I'm trying to compromise a little bit, I guess. That's, That's the best fair. I, I have asked you, it's a situational thing. Yeah. And uh, but I am, uh, Puffy, if this is endearing to you at all, I am actually waiting to, uh, I'm waiting on the result of a, a soccer game that should be over in about uh, 25 minutes between uh, 1899 Hoffenheim and Manchester City. And if it remains tied 1-1, then in, in I'm going to have a big... 60, in the 65th minute. Yeah, Puffy's got 400 I, on I'm that. I'm also betting on that game. <laughs> Actually? Yeah, what I got, did you bet on? I got Juventus, Man City, Bayern Munich, Real Madrid, and Roma in a little parlay. Pays 350 oh, if I win it. <laughs> so I need City. You need City. Oh, I yeah. need tie. So Ooh, wait a second. Tie, that's what it's we have at. our first intern candidate on from Berlin, Germany, <laughs> and he throws out a random football game, and you happen league. to have money on the game. <laughs> Not, <laughs> Not random. <laughs> it's Champions League. <laughs> All right. God, he's got it right there. Right uh, Lester, any more questions before we let Scott go? Uh, Scott, are you prepared to oil down Rod Smith, baby, should he request it? Uh, sorry, oil him down, should he? Oh, should he request it? Yes, that, that is be, what I um, said. If he, if he comes to Berlin, then sure. Wow. All well, rules. He will be in Berlin. Apparently, all rules are off in wow. Berlin. What is the German really Tinder? Looking. What is the German <laughs> Tinder? It, it's called Tinder. Oh. <laughs> wow, sounds very. I didn't realize I spoke German. <laughs> very well done. Uh, uh, what, by the way, what, what instrument do you play? In the... uh, I'm a trumpet player. Oh, oh nice. fantastic. Okay. Listen, well, buddy. Hold on. What was Ray's uh, instrument? Ray was a clarinet <laughs> player. <laughs> uh, Scott, uh, thank you so much for doing this. We love your creativity. Uh, again, we'll play Scott's song, uh, his entire song about me being a Sens fan at yeah. the end of the podcast. And uh, I'd say you're an early favorite, the uh, way he's performed so far. Him. Especially the gamble. How old are you, by the way, Scott? We never asked. How old are you? 
I'm 28. All right, that's uh, fair. That's not bad. Fair. That's good. He's been around enough what that he's got experience <laughs> for us. He doesn't quite fall he's into wor- our He's demo. the most worldly of candidates. Is our wheelhouse? Our wheelhouse? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We're, no, we're, not, not really. It's a big wheelhouse. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got one guy. That's my point. <laughs> I got to put that down. Lester's wheelhouse, 28-year-old German men. <laughs> Uh, all I right, can Scotty. Up, Lester. I can get, <laughs> make that happen for you. Uh, listen, buddy, uh, have a good one. We really appreciate you doing this. Uh, continue to send us your original ideas and um, yeah, cross your fingers. Uh, well, I don't even think you re- actually care. I think probably Scott cares <laughs> yeah, the least I think about the internship. <laughs> but you're always going to have a place for us. Even if we fire you, yeah. uh, we, you know, we may do a Murder, Murder Island, Island type scenario, you can still send us your songs. And if they're better than Lester's, we'll fire yeah, Lester and play sure. you. <laughs> Got it? <laughs> Yeah, great. You can fire Lester. You can go off on vacation and send more sad messages about how the hats suck ass. <laughs> hey, you know what you got to do, Scott? Too, you got to take some time uh, in the next few weeks. No hurry, and do a uh, a version, or maybe get your entire orchestra Uh-oh. to do a version of the Rubber Boots guy song. If you got the entire orchestra to do it. You would have the internship. I'm going to yeah. declare it right now. That would wow. be a winner. <laughs> That'd be a mic drop. Okay. All right. I, I highly yeah. doubt that. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Right. Get lost. I'm withdrawing my name. Uh, all right, Scotty. Thanks so much for this, buddy. T- talk to you later. See you, Scott. All right, thanks, thank guys. you guys too. All thanks. right. That's uh, that's Scott Reynolds, Scarborough boy, uh, Scarborough. now in Berlin, Germany, and yeah. uh, uh, very entertaining. I think you'll enjoy his song at the end. Yeah, I, feel, I feel very badly that I ghosted him. I really and truly did not realize. Wow, I did, I did not see you as big a big time. timer like that. Yeah. I mean, we knew you blew up because of this pod. Yeah, yeah I know, but not to the extent of God. just boom. Yeah, El Blocco on the Twittero. Yeah. No, Leave though, me alone. Technically, though, I would it would have disqualified him if I helped him, right? No. No, I've helped like four of the interns. We have no rules. Good to know. Good to know. Puffy's already DMing all the female. In- no, I'm just hey, hey, I'm hey, just kidding. I'm just kidding. Puffy's happy. Puffy 1999 happy Puffy. 1999 <laughs> Puffy. Maybe we should introduce 1999 Puffy as a character. That would be a great character. Imagine the, the, the material there. Oh my God. Would, so would Tanya approve of us know. introducing a 1999 Puffy character? Uh, she doesn't really listen anyways. <laughs> I think any of, a, a while any of us in 1999. Would be uh, yeah. if we could get like going on. maybe yeah. we should do a hot tub time machine version of the pod where we wow. fly back and we have to be ourselves in 1999. That is a great idea. That's a really good idea. Yeah, I think that's that like a Christmas fantastic. special, yeah. right? Hmm? A Christmas special. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, where the hell are we? Okay, well we have one more segment to go, and it's called Puffy's hypotheticals. Puffy's hypotheticals. Who really gives a crap? All the ladies want to hear is the Rod Smith recap. Blah, 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 blah. Roddy is the best. The best. All right, Lester, like, we've made him a half an hour late for the dentist. Yeah, I know. Give give the hypothetical. He can go first, and then he can get the hell out of here. Okay, so here's the hypothetical. Would you rather be stabbed with a knife or (laughs) stab someone with a knife? You will not suffer any long-term injuries or you won't go to jail if you're the stabber. So would you rather you just have be to the live stabber with the emotional scars or the stabby? Well, I, I mean, emotional. Is, is this just is a random thing? Uh, do, I, do I have a quarrel? <laughs> have, 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 have you listened to hypotheticals before? Have a quarrel yes. with this person? That's what I want to know. Oh, okay. So right? I think that's fair. I guess bar fight. Yeah. Bar fight. Okay. No, I'm stabbing the guy. Forget it. <laughs> so you're the stabber. Yeah. Why should I be the the situation. Oh, okay. uh, so here it is. If in your situation, let's do individual situations. Someone jumps up on stage mm-hmm. and and is a little aggressive uh, in their love towards you. 
So they either stab you or you grab a knife out of the inside of your guitar and you stab them. Actually, keep it in my back pocket. Okay. But uh, I st- <laughs> switch blades. So you're going to stab. I'm stabbing. I, I don't you're going to stab that 85 year old woman. Right in the middle of an Listen. Elton Rancho. Right in the middle of Benny and the Jets. <laughs> Benny. Benny. Elton Ron's a pro. He would just keep going. All right, so you're, you're going to be the stabber? Yes, I'll be the stabber. All right, go to your dentist appointment. All right. Let us know how it goes. I will. And uh, save a couple of teeth, okay? okay. We, need, <laughs> we need you on the show. No, Thanks, no, guys. Take them all. All right, that's Lester McLean from the uh, Lester McLean Band. And also from the Rubber Boots Podcast. And from Elton Ron. Yeah. And from... Grave Diggers. Yeah. Graveyard Group. Bo- oh, Bone Collectors. Grave. Um, uh, hold on, I have a, a breaking news. This is CNN Breaking News. Uh, Manchester City has scored a late goal, so my bet is still alive, while poor Scott's bet has just gone in the toilet. Oh, so that was the one that Scott was betting on, too? The Hoffenheim draw did not play out. So how many, um, you played a five-game parlay? Five-game parlay. And you are, how many have you got? I'm 2-0, and uh, now looking at it, ooh, I'm up on two of the other games, but I'm losing... The Real Madrid game right Four now. Four nothing. <laughs> one nothing. It's only one nothing and it's very early. All right. So you got a shot. So that's the difficulty shot. in parlays. What it are your are true. your kids on on in on these two? Well, they they do dabble in parlays <laughs> themselves. <laughs> um, I you see, no, what's so what's my scenario? If Lester was the band scenario, would I be like on live television? Would that's the way you or you just want me to do a bar fight? No, I think for you it's going to be uh... I'm gonna tell you right now. If it's if it's a bar fight situation, yeah, um, I'm going to be the stabber. All You're right? going to stab someone. I'm going to stab someone. Um, I can give me some street cred. He's not going to. I'm not going to get caught. He's not going to die or anything like that. It's not going to ruin my night. Uh, hold it. on. I didn't say he wasn't going to die. I'm oh. saying that you will not die if you're stabbed or suffer any long term. Oh, physical. I might murder the person. Yeah, or you won't get caught. If you do the stabbing, oh. you just have to live the fact that you now have a taste for blood and are capable of murder. <laughs> I love this one. Okay. I think I'll, I'll get, I, you know that my taste for glory is, is, I would like to get stabbed, especially if it was on a live air situation, because then, you know, there'd be the vigils. Outside the hospital. <laughs> now, if Everyone I didn't show there. up for your vigil, like if I like with this, like I sent you a text, would you be pissed? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Sorry, bro. I can't make the vigil. <laughs> Watching AC Milan. <laughs> oh, Paul's good. <laughs> Keep fighting the fight. <laughs> Heart emoji. Heart emoji. Prayer emoji. <laughs> I have made a crying one. <laughs> Fist bump emoji. <laughs> <laughs> is, is it like you have to be at the vigil? What's this vigil thing? It's gonna... You know, I would be, uh, um, well, maybe Scott Reynolds is going to be my new puffy <laughs> if he's not the intern. I would have someone outside um, recording everyone who was at the vigil. Because I would, would, I, would keep, I would be keeping would four, be names keeper. for I would sure. Be, I'd have to, I'd be and then I'd go, to my, like, I'd go to the hospital window yeah. and get them to open the window and I'd do like a, a thumbs up <laughs> out the window or a fist bump and the crowd would go, crazy. ah. I think you actually want to get stabbed. I think I do. Like if if I if you could get stabbed and you wouldn't suffer Mm -hmm. any long, would you like? But you could handle the yeah the actual pain pain. at the moment. It's going to be painful. I got a pretty good pain tolerance. See, that's my problem. I like the idea of getting stabbed or shot. (laughs) 
but I don't know if I could actually handle. I might kill myself just as a fright. Yeah, no, I I would definitely suck up all the sympathy. Now, if it was a lone wolf situation, yeah. okay. Let's say I'm lost in the woods uh-huh. and some psychopath living in the woods, yeah. a Jason Voorhees type situation. Okay, um, then I would rather be the stabber because then I would walk away guilt free. Like especially if the guy jumped me, you know, in the woods at night. Yeah, and then I. <clears throat> I pulled out my switchblade and I got him <laughs> what are you, right in the abdomen. A 1950s greaser? Switchblade. <laughs> yeah, I watched The Outsiders, man. <laughs> um, then I'd like to be the stab. But if it was any sort of public situation, I'd rather be stabbed than that I'd suck up the sympathy. Um, did you answer the question yet? No, I. But I should we I wait think, for Stoff? Yeah, Stoff first. Okay. So, so what's my scenario? Someone, <clears throat> someone else trying to produce the podcast? Exactly. Someone, someone bursts into the booth. Someone, yeah, someone bursts in the booth. Or oh. when your car is pulled over on the side of the road when it breaks down for the 19th <laughs> late, late, time. Late at night. Yeah, I, I stabbed the car for sure. <laughs> uh, it's a dicey um, tow truck guy. Yeah. Who's uh, in, he wants to steal your, I don't know, your Polish record collection out of yeah. the back. Oh, that's that's going to be a rough go. <laughs> um, so if I stab the guy, he can die. But if he stabs me, I can't die? Yes. Yes. Yeah. To borrow a phrase from Lester, I'm not going to be the <laughs> Get the stabbing. <laughs> get the stabbing. Get to stabbing. When you name your podcast this week, it's got to be called Get to get Stabbing. To stabbing. <laughs> uh, uh, Puffy, your answer? And I think I would I would be more like you and take the, I'd want the sympathy and the yeah. visual. Because I, I don't think I'd want to, I wouldn't like to know that I have that ability. I'd like to think that I could never kill something. Right. Or someone. Where are we getting stabbed? Like if it was I, in the eye, I kinda, no, I always kind of picture like kind of like the shoulder, chest, oh. upper chest area. Right, that would be like the action movie where yeah, you get like stabbed. Yeah, I kind of right? want that. Maybe in the, uh, I guess you don't want to get stabbed in the back. Oh, I thought you could say the bag. <laughs> oh, in the, that was just like a, a pitch. Oh! <laughs> that was <laughs> the mutilation. I, uh, no. I think maybe that, in the leg. No, I think mm, the shoulder. That'd I don't know. You're right. Spot. Like how much pain. Could we maybe we should get a, a person who's been stabbed on next week? <laughs> Preferably one who analyzes dreams. <laughs> maybe one of the interns. Oh, yeah. if any of the intern candidates have been, been stabbed, stabbed, or if anyone who you, didn't apply or that we didn't choose as a finalist has been stabbed, you're a guaranteed finalist if you write us and you've been stabbed before, because then you can go through it. And I don't mean you know like when you're seven, your sister scissors, you know, yeah, got a little cut. Got to be a real stabbing. Got to be a real stabbing, a now, legit stabbing. Now, if you got stabbed up in the shoulder, how long would you keep the bandage on that's kind of wrapped oh, around Like four shoulder? years. I, yeah, I'd be, oh, yeah, I'd be, be like, all over It'd be that. like so dirty and black I'd be by on the time the, I I'd, I'd be in the Gansvord on the beach, <laughs> and they'd be like, what hell, what happened to you, Mr. Duffy? Oh, yeah, stabbing. stabbing. You got jumped by a bunch of Cubans. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got against Cubans? <laughs> I don't know. Just the first thing that came up to me. Um, okay. That's, that was a very good hypothetical. I enjoyed that one. Thanks, buddy. It's a real-life situation. The thing is, with a stabbing, what I'd want to know is how long, how much is the pain going to last? Like, the instant, you know, the pain right away, but do you think once you get to the hospital, they get you a little morphine, you're fine? No. Or do you think, think the that, recovery is going to be long? I think and, you're probably looking at at least two or three weeks where you're going to feel pain. I mean, it'd be like also when you have surgery or something, right? You have yeah. the... And that's a proper incision. The other way, stabby, you, jerky. Moment. The other way, you have to live with having killed someone. Yeah, you know, you have the taste for blood. You're capable of murder or attempted murder. It means you're unsuccessful at something else. <laughs> Do you know you're never going to get caught? Yes. Right. So you're not. You're it's not. You're not living with the fear of looking that's over the other your thing. shoulder. Now, would you like popo? Yeah. Would you? Would you? 
want to, because it'd be a way to take somebody out that's wronged you. Right. Darren Drager for you. <laughs> Dregs, I got you back for scaring me. <laughs> and if you stabbed him during a radio hit, that would be amazing. Ooh, that would be. <laughs> he's, on, he's on there with TSN, you know, uh, whatever it is, 1080 in Vancouver. Then I would show up at his vigil. <laughs> Just be like... <laughs> Yeah, guys, I think Brock Besser is going to have a... Oh, my God, I've been stabbed! That if that amazing. happens now, will you suspect me? <laughs> I think I would. I've now given away too much evidence. <laughs> Destroy these tapes! Uh, okay, so that was Puffy's Hypotheticals. Lester's gone. Uh, it was a good week. We had a lot on there this week. We, Busy. We jammed a lot. We had yeah. a couple of special guests. Yep. Uh, Jeff O'Neill. Jeff O'Neill. <laughs> we really got to b- build him up in the blurb. <laughs> and, of course, Scott Reynolds, our first candidate. We'll have another one. Uh, I, mean, I don't Scott- know if we're going to... Are we doing this week by week? Or, you know, sometimes we forget and we might skip a week. Yeah. But we have lots of uh, other people to I mean, get we, to. Yeah, I mean... Maybe I we'll think- get to one of the ladies next week. Yeah, I think so. All right. Talk to Maybe, Laura Cope uh, and Megan Wong. Megan Wong from uh, yeah. crime, Cybercrime. All right. Uh, continue, by the way, all you intern finalists to uh, send in all your ideas. Uh, a bunch of people have sent in a ton of things. Really? Yeah. Um, and some really good ideas. I didn't want to get to them this week because this was Scott's week, but we I'll have, get to the other one. We have a lot of time to fill. Uh, the other Scott. I love how Scott Reynolds mentioned the other yeah. Scott <laughs> it's so good. in his song. The other Scott sent in a bunch of good things as well, so uh, we'll hear from him as Battle well. Battle of the Scots. So uh, Scott Reynolds uh, wrote a song, as I mentioned earlier in the pod, about yeah. uh, about me I'm not a Sens fan, by the way. I've told you that before. Jimmy, there's nothing wrong with being a fan. This, these whole, these isn't like the old, those are olden days when you, you, know, you ought to be impartial. Puff, no? you think I, I share everything with you? I don't, you there do were, love the Ottawa sports scene. <laughs> I love there's my nothing, hometown. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with cheering. My mom and my dad, God rest in peace, my father, yeah. they love the Sens. My mom still loves the Sens. So that, you, you can't help but be, And you, you know, grew cheer. up a sports fan. I did, I did. But I don't know. I, You've been in rat dressing rooms with Radek Bonk. That organization actually drives me nuts. <laughs> I have been. I have hung out with Radek Bonk a little bit. <laughs> I partied with Lonnie Gleberman. What more Ottawa can you get than that, right? Exactly. You're like a big deal in Ottawa. Uh, one of the great Ottawa local stories was Lonnie Gleberman, uh, his, his girlfriend got in a fight with a, at a bar <laughs> I was at, the Yucatan liquor stand. With a, I think it was, she was a cheerleader, or did she get in a fight with a cheerleader? I can't even remember the story, but it was a big Ottawa scandal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was fantastic. Has everything you want in a scandal. <laughs> so here's uh, Scott's uh, song that he wrote about me allegedly being a Senators fan, and you can enjoy that, and uh, we'll see you next time on the Rubber Boots Podcast. Journalistic integrity Doesn't want to piss off the fans In the other Canadian cities But there's a love that lives Like an ocean in his heart But he has to hold it in Like an emotional fart not talking about the hats, the leaves, or the pens, man. But nothing, we all know you're a sense fan. Needs to have love 
for his favorite team in sports He could get fired and then have no cash For a villa at the Gans of Vaught Even though he denies it time and again, man Nothing, we all know you're a Sens fan Says it doesn't root for any team But we're supposed to believe this talk When everybody knows that it's just a lie The signs of Rod Smith's Don't worry, Duffy. I know the Sens had a rough year, but they'll bounce back. They've still got a lot of good, productive players in their prime, you know, like Mike Hoff. Oh, yeah, he got traded. But, you know, um, anything's possible when you have one of the best players in the world, like Eric Kerr. Ah, yeah, he's gone too, isn't he? Well, you know, at least if they're, if they're really bad this year, then they'll get a really high first-round pick. Nick... Video. What the hell is that? Pretty effed. It's okay, you don't have to pretend, man. Cause nothing, we all know you're a sense fan. That's right, everybody knows you're a Sens fan Nothing, we all know you're a Sens fan Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? tonight, tonight.